This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're listening to the 100% LCFC podcast, brought to you by 100% LCFC and Owen Palmerakin. Welcome back to the 100% LCFC podcast. Owen Palmerakin here for the 29th episode overall and the second of this season, of course. And we've got an awful lot to get through, so do stay with us all the way until the end of the show. We're talking the heroics of Riyad Mahrez, alongside the impact of new signings, the fixture against West Ham this Saturday. But first of all, how the Foxes dispatched the Black Cats last Saturday afternoon on the opening day. The Premier League is back, and they welcome back an old face. Claudio Ranieri returns in a new era for Leicester City. the 8th of August 2015 and that means that football is back ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the King Power Stadium it's Leicester City versus Sunderland as the teams come out the display from the Union Filbert spirit appears in the cup depicting two City fans holding a scarf and a flag alongside the post horn gallop and a huge noise coming from the City fans and their clappers the Barclays Premier League is truly back. Free kick from Mark Albright. So Jamie Vardy flicks it on. Morgan might get there. He doesn't, but it doesn't matter. Jamie Vardy scores and the King Power Stadium erupts. It's Leicester City 1, Sunderland 0. Looks inside for a cross. There's two plays in there. One of them's Riyad Mahrez, who scores for Leicester, who are in dreamland. City 2, Sunderland 0. Here comes Riyad Mahrez down this right-hand side. He's causing so many problems for the Sunderland bat line in a minute. Goes inside of Katamo and a lovely bit of trickery. And he's brought down in the box by the Sunderland captain. Penalty Leicester. Four minutes gone and Riyad Mahrez has the opportunity to put Leicester City 3-0 up on the opening day as he steps up and scores. He sends Costa Vantinam on the wrong way and he puts it in the bottom right-hand corner. 24 minutes played. It's Leicester City 3, Sunderland 0. Focus inside of Robert. Who finishes in? Jermaine Defoe scores for Sunderland to pull one back for the Black Cats. Jeff Shop who carries the ball forward back into Uniscool. It's nicked off in by Mark Albrighton who scores. Shots of offside, not given by the referee. And Claudio Ranieri in the home dugout celebrates. It is Leicester City 4, Sunderland 1. Jermaine Lenz comes forward, loves it over Kasper Schmeichel. And there is Stephen Fletcher who pulls one back for Sunderland. It's City 4, Sunderland 2. 
The full-time whistle goes. Leicester City 4, Sunderland 2. And the Foxes top the table on the opening day of the Barclays Premier League season. This is their best start for 60 years. So there it is, Leicester City 4, Sunderland at 2, and what a way to start the season. We're joined on the phone by former City striker Alan Young. It's a pleasure, as always, Alan. But first of all, let's get your thoughts on the game last Saturday. A brilliant way to start the season, was it not, Alan? Oh, fantastic way to start the season. To be three goals up in 25 minutes. I mean, I don't think anybody could have thought that that was going to be the scenario, but that's what it was. Great performances all over the pitch. I think especially the wide men, the, the, the right fullback, left fullback, right midfield, left midfield, and the two strikers, we had far too much pace for Sunderland, uh, Owen. And um, people have asked me since, was is it was a win because Leicester say, you know, we were we were far superior to, to Sunderland, or was it that Sunderland were pretty pants really to, to uh, another expression? I kind of maybe say both because I thought we played particularly well um, and I thought Sunderland were very poor and could well struggle. But, hey, the score four goals back in the Premiership for the second season. Top of the league, yeah, OK, it's only one goal, but we all have a wee bit of a laugh at that, don't we? And uh, an interesting game coming up at West Ham. Leicester just seemed to come out of the blocks quicker, didn't they? And Dick Advocat said in his post-match press conference that City were just better on the day. Alan, you said a couple of weeks ago that you didn't think City were going to carry on their form from last season. Did they prove you wrong on Saturday? Well, I didn't in that statement. It wasn't that... uh, I I said that with so many new people coming in, there could be a split. Now, I thought Claudio Ranieri was very clever. They played 10 players out of the last season's squad, the squad that played ever so well for the last part of the season, possibly with the exception of Mark Albrighton for, for a wee while. But 10 out of the 11, the Japanese lad, I ain't going to even start to try and make up his name and I could get in trouble with the press or with some radio station or whatever. So um, I think it was clever from Ranieri's point of view. And he was rewarded because... Um, you know, the, the, the lads that played last season played ever so well. They've got the chance this season. Will it now, though? This is the thing, though, on because Claudio Ranieri has the nickname the Tinker Man. We're going to West Ham now. Will he go with just one up the front? Will he change it? Will he play through the back? Will he will he tinker, as it says, as we as we say, with what he's got, or will we will he leave well alone? It was good to see the, 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 the new signings coming on. I thought the Japanese fell out front. Love, loved him. Loved every minute of him. And he deserved the goal. It was a shame that he never got a goal. Um, and I think it's a wee bit too early to, to cast judgments on the other two subs that came on at right back in the midfield. But West Ham, another proposition. Um, and a game that we should go there with every confidence that we can go and beat them as well. Ranieri started with a 4-4-2 formation on Saturday. Did that surprise you at all? As I think many people were expecting the 3-5-2 formation to come out, weren't they? Well, it sounded like, it, yeah, the way he's talking about 3-5-2, maybe that was a bit of a bluff to, you know, to, to put Sunderland to try and derail them a wee bit. But the 5-4 was pretty solid. 
apart from uncharacteristically, Robert Huth, I thought I thought two of the goals, especially Jermaine's uh, the fourth goal, he, he, he left them and came to close down uh, the Sunderland lad, and he just played it. And I thought I thought he should have stayed where he was. And Casper, two of probably the most consistent players last season. Um, and, and they've got to take a share the responsibility for both of the goals because the goals were awful. Let's face it; I mean, they were, they were shocking errors. And you won't be able to do that. You see, the thing is, Owen, you lose two goals like that, you have to score three to win. And in the in the Premiership, you're never going. You're not going to get many chances to to score three goals. Poor defending, yes, but let's turn defence into attack. And Riyad Mahrez was simply stunning on Saturday, wasn't he? Oh, he was unbelievable. He was different gravy altogether. I mean, that cop end in the in the second half. I mean, he, he sent them all out for a cup of coffee at one stage. You know, they had to they had to buy a ticket to get back in the ground, and it, it was mesmerising, absolutely mesmerising. You never knew. We know, we know what what Marez is going to do. We know he's going to pretend to cross, pretend to shoot, drag it across his body, do the same on the right side, bring it back on the left side, bring it back on the right side, and you just do not know what. You know, but we're get we're getting end product. We had a little bike, a little lad called Nyokar, who used to do the same kind of thing, but you didn't always get an end product. But Marez, I tell you what, I'm glad he's just signed a four-year contract because an awful, awful lot of people, and I was speaking to some prominent pe- people in the car park after the game, who are well known in, in, in football, and they were raving about him, absolutely raving about him. So we've got to be pleased. We've got him for four years. A lot of people said at the time of his signing that it was a bargain for £400,000 and he's beginning to prove them right, isn't he? Of course, he's just signed that new contract that will keep him at the club until 2019. But some people are already wondering what price is on his head. Should be a club to come calling potentially in this transfer window, if not in January. How much would you potentially say Riyad Mahrez is worth, Alan? Mm, that's a good one. Um, because, I think he, because I think he's adding goals to his games as well now. You know, he's really affecting games. He's a guy, he's becoming the go-to guy that, that you, you probably need if you maybe need a bit of a spar, a bit of a spar across something different, a penalty that he, that he got against Sunderland. You know, that, that kind of thing. He could be the go-to man. And as for a price, well, I think you've got to be getting the double figures, and that's the millions. I really think you're going to, you know, if if, if he goes to... He'd be suited by an awful lot of clubs in the Premiership. But hey, we want we don't want him to go anywhere. Stay with us. He's got a four year contract. Stay with us. So let's see how it goes. Because if we continue and and I said it before, but I was a wee bit reluctant at the start of the season. Yep. I, I hold my hands up for that. But I also said that if we can keep that momentum going into this season, we'll be knocking on Europe's door at the end of this season. Mark my words. Finally then, West Ham United await Leicester City on Saturday at the bowling ground. What are you expecting from that one, Alan? They were very good against Arsenal, weren't they? Well done, son. Bowling ground. Well, <laughs> not many people call it that, do they? <laughs> yeah, um, they, they did. They, they were, somebody told me that Arsenal didn't look quite fit. They looked, they looked a bit lethargic and, and slow and ponderous. But uh, in West Ham, the young lad, I think he was a 16-year-old, making his debut as well. So mm. there's no fear oh. there from from uh, from their manager. Um, but the thing is, is, is no, it's West Ham. West Ham is West Ham. Um, 
I think it would be a different proposition. Obviously, you're away from home. Again, I'll, I'll say, what will Mr. Ranieri do? Will he keep the same team? Will he go a wee bit more defensive? We don't know. We'll have to wait and see on Saturday uh, when he names his team. But um, I fully expect the last to come back with at least a point. We shall see, Youngy. Very much appreciate your time today. The voice of former City striker Alan Young there. And as we mentioned in discussion about the potential price of Riyad Mahrez, of course, a couple of you have got in contact with us here at 100% LCFC. Deep Palmer has got in contact and he said at the moment he's worth around 12 to £15 million. But at the rate he's improving, he'll be worth 18 to 20 by the end of the season. And uh, Jason Harriman has got in contact saying if it doesn't matter because he's not for sale. However, I guess that remains to be seen. If a club came in offering a deal, say £20 million for Riyad Mahrez, would you take it? Do get in contact if you would. All the details on how to do that can be found in the description of this track. Now let's move on as we're going to hear from City fan Dave Coleman now, who joins us on the phone. And you want to talk about the price of Riyad Mahrez as well, Dave. How much do you think he's worth then if he continues his current form? Oh, blog, I'll say about... 12 million, mate, something like that. 12, between 12 and 15 million, I think. Mm, 12 and 15 million. Uh, there's a, a few people commenting on the Facebook page at the moment. Some saying, like you said, between 12 and 15 million, but others saying he could be worth around 20 million by the end of the season. Is that something you think could happen? Well, if it carries on, oh, yes, if it carries on how oh, it played Saturday and the performance there and carries that on a consistent basis, then, oh, yeah, then he definitely was worth about 20. Mm. A few people on the Facebook page are saying that he's worth around 12 to £15 million now, but it could be around £20 million by the end of the season. Do you think that is realistic, Dave? Well, if it carries on, oh, yes, if it carries on how it played Saturday and the performance there and carries that on a consistent basis, then, oh yeah, then it definitely was worth about 20 But, Dave, do you think City are in a position where they need to start selling players? Is, is the financial form of the club in that way that, they, you know, they need to start selling? Well, the thing is, I mean, it's like anybody, isn't it? I don't, they don't have to sell, but it's up to Mario. He's just signed a four-year contract, so he must be happy at Leicester City. So I thought he wants to go, so there's no need to sell, is there? There is one name that is being branded around quite a bit over the last few days, and that is Gokan Inland. According to both national and local newspapers, the deal for him is back on after City came in with a £3 million offer, and they've begun negotiations with his agents. Would the 31-year-old, who has over 80 international cats, by the way, complete the midfield rebuild after the departure of Esteban Cambiasso? Well, I think so. I mean, yeah, I think, I think they need one more in there. Don't they definitely need one more in there. Because, like I say, they've got the drink more to King. The new lad who came on on Saturday, Kante, he, play, he looks a youthful player. So they've got him, and then they've got, hopefully, this thing, and then they've got four central midfielders in there. Which is back to what we had last year, isn't it? I think that should be enough, I would imagine. Plus, Matty James, who, who also may make a comeback this season. Well, hopefully, yeah, but I don't, I don't think I, I don't think he'll see much of Matty. Hopefully, he'll be back to Christmas time, but uh, I don't think he'll see much of him this year myself, personally. One player who may be on his way out is David Nugent. Reports suggesting a £4 million deal with Middlesbrough has been agreed. Will you be sad to see him go, Dave? I would sad to be seen. He's been a good servant. He's always played well, and I'm, you know what I mean? He's always filled a role. He's always filled a role in for the team, either up front he scored goals or just behind playing in that hole isn't it so I would be sad to see him go but I think for the money when I had four million I, I was quite surprised because did we get him on a free I think we got him on a free transfer didn't we That's, uh... yes he did arrive on a free transfer from Portsmouth yeah so for four million I thought when I had the fee four million I was quite surprised oh uh... 
of course, that amount of money for a 30-year-old is, is a very good deal. But is that a wise move for his career? Well, I think, well, I think is, is he going to feed too much this year? That's what you've got to look at, isn't it? I mean, is he going to feed too much? I mean, he might be on, play on the bench. I mean, to me, you see, obviously, Ozak is in front of him, Jamie Vardy, and I think Cranrich is definitely in front of Joe, probably, probably. Well, he's on the bench Saturday, weren't so you? Imagine he's in front of him as well, so... Strikers have been a very interesting debate over the summer. Ranieri started Jamie Vardy and Shingi Okazaki on Saturday. Um, but who should he play up front against West Ham United this Saturday, Dave? Well, it just depends on what play. I would imagine the same too. But, I mean, if, play, I mean, if we've got three at the back, they might, might change, change it for Saturday. They might have been away from home. But uh, I think I still play with the two up front. And on, the, on Saturday performance, you've got to stick with a main of the same players, isn't you, who performed so well on Saturday. You certainly have. Thank you very much for joining us on the 100% LCFC podcast, Dave. Remember to do get in contact with us here at the podcast if you've got something to say. Now, we've got one more caller before we end the show. Brandon in Hugglescoe is on the phone. Brandon, let's talk West Ham United on Saturday for the Foxes. It's going to be a tough game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think it's going to be a tough game. I think Arsenal will be on an eye after beating Arsenal. Um... And I think Leicester be on our have to be for something. So I think it'd be, it could go either way, but I'd happily take a point from that. Of course, a new manager for West Ham, and that will bring a different style of play, a very different style of play from when Sam Allardyce was in charge. And like you said, they were very good against Arsenal at the weekend, weren't they? Where do you think their main threats come from? Midfield. I think that Reese Oxford looks a, a young talent. I think he controls the midfield. And I think they've got some pace going forward as well. A main threat being a 16-year-old midfielder, Brandon. A 16-year-old, really? Yes. Yeah, I have to watch him on... Well, watch him on match of the day, the bits of the, and the bits of the highlights of him in that. I thought he looked a class act, to be quite honest with you. For a 16-year-old to go out there against a team like Arsenal, for a team of talents, to be quite honest with you, Arsenal are, um, and the team that I've backed to in the league this year. But um, oh, that retox had looked a um, class act, and it's someone who West Ham could build on. They've had a few different talents in their past, haven't they, with uh, Frank Lampard, Joe Cole, etc. Uh, one star from the Foxes' side is Riyad Mahrez. How much is he worth? Uh, should he keep up his current form? Too much for anyone. Too much for anyone, Brandon? Yes. But realistically, a, a figure on his head, Brandon, what would you be happy to take? £25 million. £25 million pounds for Riyad Mahrez? Yes. That wouldn't be so bad, would it? No, it's not, not really. Not, not, not after spending like 400 thousand pound on him and let's be honest in my opinion he could walk into any of the premiership sides okay so Riyad Mahrez would walk into any Premier League side Brandon yes yeah mm, interesting point that one thank you very much for your input Brandon really appreciate your time and thank you for phoning into the podcast today uh, do you disagree or do you agree with Brandon would Riyad Mahrez walk into any Premier League side well if you'd like to get your point across then do get in contact with the show all the ways you can do that can be found in the description of this track ladies and gentlemen but I'm afraid that is all we've got time for on today's show thank you very much for tuning in and thank you to our guests that have joined us throughout the show we'll be back next week with the edition of the podcast and you can also keep your eyes open for any news on the 100% LCFC Facebook and Twitter pages and also the website as well that's www.lesterfantv.com and do get in contact with the show as well you can find all the details like we said of how to do that in the description of this track so will City continue their incredible Premier League form we'll certainly see this Saturday but from all here at the 100% LCFC podcast it's goodbye away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.